Welcome to the Johannesburg Church of Christ podcast. In these podcasts, we seek to know Christ and to make him known to all nations and people. In the midst of these unprecedented times the world faces, we wish to encourage you with a thought for you to cut through your day. May today's message bring about peace in your thinking through Christ. Good morning, everyone. Um, I hope that you're keeping warm. My name is William. Uh, thank you for joining us in um, in this study on uh, God's desire to be with his people. You know, growing up, uh, we lived in, in rented places as a family. Unfortunately, at some stage, we had to separate and, and stay in different places. You know, I would never forget when our parents bought a permanent place which would accommodate all of us. That permanent place... Uh, reunited us as a family. It brought so much comfort. It brought a sense of belonging back. And uh, as you can imagine, we are all joyful because we were now living under one roof. I believe this is God's desire for us to spend eternity with him. In Exodus chapter 25 verse 8, this, the Bible tells us uh, that when God instructed Moses to build the temple, it was so that he can be able to be with his people. And we also see it in 1 Kings chapter 6, verse 13, when King Solomon builds the temple, that God again is saying there that it is for the purpose of him being with his people and that his people can also be with him. You know, for us this morning, I would like for us to consider three ways in which Jesus Christ um, fulfilled God's uh, desire of spending eternity with the human race. The first thought that I would like for us to consider is how Jesus Christ became a temple. In John chapter 2, starting from verse 19 to verse 22, it reads, Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. When therefore he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. What we're learning from here is that Jesus Christ was talking about how he was going to be the temple. Here was Jesus Christ fulfilling the desire that God has always had of wanting to be with his people. You know, through Jesus Christ, we can now have fellowship with God. And through Jesus Christ, it meant that the physical temple would have to come to an end. Because you cannot have two temples operating at the same time. And Jesus Christ becoming a temple, it meant that he can never be destroyed because he was a temple that was not built with human hands. And now that Jesus Christ is that temple, through him we continue to have fellowship with God. And in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16 the Bible tells us that when we are in Christ, 
we've become a temple that God can be able to live in. And from these two scriptures, that's what we can be able to observe that through what Jesus Christ has done on earth, we have a better relationship than what we had before Christ came on earth. Secondly, I would like for us to consider how Jesus Christ became an atoning sacrifice. In Hebrews chapter 9, we are told that Jesus Christ offered himself as a, as a sacrifice in order that our sins can be forgiven. But what we also learn in Hebrews chapter 9 is that it was not only for the forgiveness of our sins, but he has also secured us eternal redemption. That through his sacrifice, not only have the sins that we have committed been forgiven, but even our consciences are purified in order that we can be able to serve God. I believe it is the reason why the Apostle Paul says to the church in Rome, in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, he appeals to them that they need to present them their bodies as a living sacrifice that they need to be holy and acceptable to God. And by them doing that, then that will be their spiritual worship. You know, our spiritual worship ought to be living sacrificially for God. The third point that I would like for us to reflect on this morning is how Jesus Christ granted us a privilege to be royal priesthood. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 to verse 10, the Bible teaches us that there was a time when we were not a people of God. And at some time, God made us to be his people. And we were made to be God's people because of the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made. As we all know that in the old Jewish times, in the old Jewish era, that it was only people who were Levites and people who were priests who were permitted in the Holy of Holies. But because of what Jesus Christ has done for us, we can now be able to access God or we can now be able to approach God in confidence and be able to offer our prayers uh, to him without having anyone who can represent us. And because of Jesus ministering our ministry on earth, Everyone has been granted that opportunity. Now the encouragement that we get in scripture is that we need to continue to submit to his lordship. The question that I have for you this morning is, are you living like you are part of God's temple? And secondly, how are you offering your body as a living sacrifice to God? Lastly, how will your life be different since you know that you are a royal priesthood? These are all the things that Jesus Christ did in order that we can have a relationship with God today. You know, in closing, I would like to read Revelation chapter 21 verse 3. It says, And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death 
or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. Through Jesus Christ tabernacling with us on earth, it has meant that the order, the old order of things has passed away and now it is the new order. I hope that this devil this morning would help you to reflect on what Jesus Christ has done for us. But not only that, but for us to be encouraged about the love that God has for us. Let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you so much for this time that we can reflect on your word that we can learn, Holy God, about what your Son has done for us. Thank you so much, Holy God, for his sacrifice. Uh, thank you for the example that he has set for us. And thank you as well, Holy God, that he has granted us an opportunity that we can become real priesthood. I pray that we can imitate his example and ensure that, Father, we bring glory to you. It is in your Son's name that I pray. Amen.